Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Oh, John Neighbors is the biggest moron at the station or the nicest guy at the station. <laughs> Toss up. Anyway. Can you be both? Yeah, you can. It's, they're not mutually exclusive. But John gets those tickets that he didn't give away, right? So he's got those. That's right? true. He can go to Fayetteville. Yeah. So he could sell those. Oh, sell those. And yeah, get his money there back. you go. That's a good point. Yeah. Can't sell our tickets. Um, <laughs> there's a parking pass, though, in Fayetteville. We don't have one here. Anyway, uh, I can't really get into it. I'm sorry, guys. Inside story. That's the worst radio in the world. I apologize. Oh. Um, hey, remind me to talk to Gary, too. I think our phone sucks. We made some changes a while back. I think our phone just, it never sounds good to me. Does our phone sound bad to you when people call in on the phone? Just the regular, like, listener call or our, our uh, hotline? hotline. They're, it's all, they're all the same. Yeah. It's all the same line. It's all the same. I'm different. not sure. I don't that think sounds it sounds good. good. I don't think our calls sound good. Which one? Either. Nobody I today? I just I don't, thought... th- I don't think they're very clear. I think they used to be more clear. Or maybe my ears are getting, and they are, obviously, getting worse, but my hearing's getting worse. Your hearing will never improve. My ears no. are the same. Actually, my hearing is getting worse. My ears look exactly the same. Maybe a little hairier. Maybe that's it. But I keep trimming them, so it's not like I'm getting blockage. What do you think about that? Uh, I see the uh, Twitter ad, and it's almost like a, a screwdriver that goes backwards in your ear and pulls all the <laughs> wax out. Does that work? I mean, because it's got my attention. Maybe I'm, if you've got nasty instead ears. Of, instead I mean, of shoving that Q-tip down your ear and just packing yeah. it in, all that wax in and pack, this goes in and starts basically like a reverse drill and pulls all the wax it out. It irrigates your ears. Yes. You should talk to a, uh ENT guy. Instead of y'all? Probably. <laughs> just thought maybe y'all have tried it. I can help you with your urological issues, but I can't help you on the ear stuff. Just come to my office after the show. I'll help you out. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Philip is here. We're going to talk about Avatar and whatever else he wants to get into. We've got a couple stories we need to touch on, too. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sward Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, or stop by Bell & Sward at 1016 Oak Street in Conway. Okay. Um, Philip, I'm glad you're here. You'll appreciate this. Okay. As a uh, man with a refined palate. Over the weekend, Sotheby's, the famed auction house, saw an unexpected battle go down between two avid collectors over a bottle of 23-year-old family reserved by Pappy Van Winkle. Oh, God. In the end, only one came out victorious. You know, they made an offer at one point. They said, we will split the bottle in half, boys, if that's what you want. And the one man said, no, no. Only the true owner of the bottle should have it. And so he gave up his stake in it. And then, magically, they just gave him the bottle. No, I'm kidding. No. $52,500 later. Hmm. Hmm. There's so many inappropriate things running through my mind right now, but I won't say them. Released in 2008, the reserve was presented for sale with its original black velvet bag and expected to fetch a handsome sum. It did. Uh, the bottle went for 17 times higher than its pre-sale estimate. I mean, we've got to get a handle on this, folks. I'm, it's just, that's nuts. Yeah, I'm all for paying a little extra, a little right. extra for a good bottle. But it's it's basically Weller's is you, what it is. I mean, that's I've had it. I used to, you know, drink it fairly regularly, you know, back when you could buy it. 20 years ago or whatever, yeah. but yeah. I'm, you don't miss it. No, I don't. I mean, it's like there's no bad bourbon in the world. As long as it's real bourbon, it's not bad. I, and Pappy's is really good, but it's like I did I, it. It's not that. It's not 17 times better than Maker's Mark. Let's I did a late night way. bourbon testing tasting uh, a couple weeks ago as Arkansas's game went into overtime, mm-hmm. and Pappy won. In a landslide. But the others were also quite drinkable. 
Okay. What, what, which one? Which Pappy's was it? Was it? The, I don't remember. See, I like, I'll show you the bottle. I took a picture of it. It wasn't I, mine. I like the young one, the 15-year-old, better than the really expensive one. We're talking about bourbon for those of you yes, just exactly. Thinking, exactly. If you just turn your car on, we're that's another one. We're talking about 30000 <laughs> Perfect. Yes. For you little people out there, we're talking about Pappy Van Winkle. Radio people can afford Pappy Van, Van Winkle. Yeah. No, but people who work in radio and TV can, Wes. There you go. But Wes is a vodka guy, luckily for him, and that yeah. usually comes pretty that's cheap. That's good, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. There was a wrench. There was a man on fire. Sister Jean. I'll have to go back through all my pictures. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Taco Bell's making a move. John Neighbors, I hope you're listening. John's a big Taco Bell guy. I'm a big Taco Bell guy, too. Even though Taco Bell, I don't think he's ever spent a dollar on the station, but I, I like it. I don't care. It's my favorite late-night food. It's my late-night, like, cheat. They are strongly considering permanently adding nacho fries to their menu. I think that's a no-brainer. And, look, I love fries from all over the place. I love Arby's Curly Fries. I like McDonald's Standard Fries. And Burger right. King's fries leave something to be desired. I usually get onion rings there. Mm-hmm. But... Frickin' nacho fries are great. <laughs> I mean, when they're hot, they are way up there on my list. Big, big fan. Do it. Do the right thing, Taco Bell. Yo quiero nacho fries. Yeah, they said in their release that everybody wants fries for lunch. And so they yeah. feel like this will help their lunch sales. Yeah. And I'm I, like, I don't want fries when I go to Taco Bell. That's not right, what I, I I want a burrito or I want... A taco or soft taco. You know why? Because you're not a drunken passenger. Drunken passengers want nacho fries. I'll go back to at they lunch. said lunch. <laughs> drunken passengers I, at lunch. And? Yeah. What is your point? Yeah. All right. The question of the day today is should guys wear engagement rings? Steve-O got uh, engaged recently to a woman named Lux Wright. It was back in 18. The 48-year-old uh, made sure he had a ring and his bride-to-be did, too. I think it's silly that only the woman should wear an engagement ring, so I wear one, too. Uh, last night in front of my she said, yes, I plan for more than six months, and I'm happy. I can't wait for you all to see it. They're holding off until the right time. No, what they should do. Okay. New tradition. All right. We buy them engagement rings. All right, sir. They buy us watches. Nice oh, watches. That's a good idea. An engagement watch. Yes, exactly. Get Philip, you a nice tool watch, you know. That's why he's little the Omega or uh, the elder statesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tag Heuer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be fine. Yeah, Rolex. Rolex. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's like that's that's really going overboard. I mean, uh, have you like, seen the price of engagement rings? Diamonds are through the roof. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right. Screw it. I, I want a Rolex. I have a. Submariner. You want a ring? I want a Rolex. <laughs> ring and a Rolex. It could yeah. be a tradition. Exactly. I bet our friends you up at Sissies your... would love that. They're big exactly. Rolex people and they're big ring people. The only problem is you can't get Bill the Jones. Can't let's get start the a new thing. We're gonna start a new tradition. You know how they made up Valentine's Day. You know they yeah, made exactly. up Mother's Day. That's exactly Let's my point. Let's make up rings and Rolexes. This is it. This is, it. This this is, is, is a, a million dollar idea. Exactly. Genius. They buy us watches. You know, and, and don't come in here with that. Mavada. Don't bring me a Seiko, sucker. No, no, unless it's a grand. Seiko. You want a chip on that uh, band, or you want a rock? <laughs> I think you're onto something. Yeah. That is genius. A grand Seiko would be okay. You just took a, sto- a story. You just took a concept and you just elevated immensely. You went BASF. I, I, he BASF'd our idea. He doesn't right. make the ideas that we use on the show. He makes the ideas we use on the show better. <laughs> that's Philip Martin. Good work, buddy. I think we're done. Except I got one more thing. Uh, Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights, begins this weekend. Sunset Sunday. Uh, each year, it begins on the 25th day of Kislev, which is the ninth month of the Hebrew calendar, as you most know, I'm sure. Uh, eight days, for those of you who don't know. So, newbies, in case you want to be respectful of your Jewish friends and neighbors. 
Eight days. Mm-hmm. Each night, you light a candle. For each, do you think there are uh, there are radio stations that cater to Jewish people that explain Christmas every year? Like, <laughs> okay, now here's how Christmas works, guys. This fat guy comes down a chimney. I don't know. Anyway, I, I still I'm fat. I mean, I know about Hanukkah a little bit, and I've got Jewish friends. I know, I know. I know. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I still don't know much about Hanukkah. In fact, one year I wished uh, my friend who's Jewish a happy Hanukkah. He's like, yeah, it ended three days ago. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. He's like, it's fine. It's still holiday season. Nice greeting. It's cool. No big deal. High five. So anyway, I try not to be too ignorant. But anyway, eight days starts a Sunday. So if you're going to get your uh, happy Hanukkahs in, it's always good. To- but you can wish Merry Christmas now. Sure. Christmas isn't sure. for a while. Okay. Tom um, just wished us Merry Christmas. Sure did. And he's going to be on the show next week. That I have a problem with. That I have a problem with. I'm going to see you again next week. Save it. No, I'm fine. And during each night, you light a candle for each night, plus an additional one called the, uh, I'm going to mispronounce most of these, and my friends are going to yell at me, Shamash, the helper candle, which is lit each night and used to light the others. That's cool. So on the first night, it's lit, and then uh, one other candle. And Philip's got the movement down. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the eight, eight nights, uh, 44 candles get used. Jeez, Louise. After the shamash, the first candle goes in the spot to the far right of the menorah. The second night, a second candle is added in the immediate left of the previous night's candle. You following all this? So on and so forth for eight nights. Uh, traditional foods. Uh, latkes, fried potato pancakes, jelly donuts. Oh, those are latkes. Okay. Yeah, fried, <laughs> fried potato pancakes and jelly donuts, mm-hmm. which I'm not even going to pronounce that one. S-U-F-G-A-N-I-Y-O-T. I didn't bring in, uh, I gotta get Phil also on light. He can help me out on all this stuff. Anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. There you go. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. We'll play the Hanukkah song into the break, Christian. How about that? That'll do. Um, all right, let's, uh, before we do birthdays. Oh, let me too quickly. You have something? Sam Pittman's talking to the media right now. No, Wes, we're not done yet. Uh, what's on TV? Let's you do. Asked. Yeah, well, yeah. that means uh, yeah. You open the door. That means non. If you hear the Hollywood music in the background, uh-huh. that means no. <laughs> no means no, Wes. Allison and I are hooked on Firefly Lane. We've already oh, talked about this on the air. And not to Philip. What is Firefly Lane have... about? Explain it, because isn't it like it's a sequel it's to like, something else? Right? It's, it's, it's a sequel to Firefly. Firefly? Yeah. It's happening. No, this is something else. It's oh, happening okay. in three different time periods. Uh, it's you know flashbacks to when they were kids, flashback yeah. to the early 2000s when she's starting as a re- cub reporter. Pretty she's basically like the Oprah Winfrey of today. Okay, a big star, TV star, network star. And good thing she got out lives. of newspapers. You're trying to talk me into it, it's not working. Um, is it good? I, I said we're hooked on it. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's good. When have you known that I'm hooked on something that's bad? Uh, well, I've known things that you didn't like that you should have been hooked on that were good. There's lots of things that I thought were great that you were like, ah, oh, it's not any good. Like Murderville, for example. He didn't like Murderville. It was great. Pretty funny, at least. He didn't like Murderville. No. You don't even remember it. You're like, I don't remember him. Oh, we tried it. Oh, I, I remember Murderville. Yeah, yeah, well, they're bringing back some new uh, episodes, actually. Who Killed Santa? A Murderville Mystery. <laughs> That's right. Maya Rudolph, Jason Bateman are in it. I've seen the preview. Uh, Will Arnett's back as Detective Terry Seattle, solving a murder mystery with a celebrity guest. And apparently there's a third celebrity brought in who's a surprise celebrity. So that will be out on Netflix if it's not already. Keep an eye out for it. Uh, it doesn't have a date on here for some reason. Hope it's not Rudy G. It's 52 minutes. I don't think it will be. <laughs> uh, what's on tap? You might be wondering. Well, we've already got a bowl game underway, the Bahamas Bowl. We've got the Cure Bowl, which is down in Orlando, Troy and San Antonio at 2 o'clock. 
and the NCAA Division Three Championships at 6 o'clock tonight. Mount, Mount Union and North Central out of Illinois. Um, let's see. Did Little Rock play on TV last night? The, the women? Uh, women played Alabama on yeah. the SEC Network. How did that go? Not well. Okay. They're back at home on Sunday. If you want tickets, call right now, 661-1037. You can have some tickets to the women's game on Sunday. We're going to give away tickets on Monday to the men's game on Tuesday when the Trojans host UCA. Um, third place match tomorrow, Morocco-Croatia, 9 a.m., and then Sunday at 9 a.m. is the championship game. We've got bowl games starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday as well with Cincinnati, Louisville, and so on and so forth. So there you go. In Arkansas's game, Wes, I don't see it here in the TV listings. The basketball Keep game? Keep looking. Okay. Maybe you can find somebody that's streaming it online. <laughs> um, all right. So let me. I'm going to look here. So, Philip, you know this uh, all too well. You've been in here enough. We okay. have movie clips from movies from over the years. In fact, we had – well, when Harry met Sally, I just went in the National Film Registry, right? right? It's going in. And so I had like five clips in there, including the iconic diner scene when she was really, really enjoying her lunch. I'll have what she's having. Uh, and I'm going to look in here, and this movie made millions and millions of dollars. It's the most lucrative movie of all time. We have one clip from this right. movie, one from the movie, which sequel finally came out after how long? What, 12 years? 12? Sounds I think good. 12 years. Now I think it's choose your grand. This you must feel inside. If he also chooses, you move quick like I showed. You will have one chance, Jake. How will I know if he chooses me? He will try to kill you. Outstanding. <laughs> that is uh, when he's trying to mount the uh, his new ride. That sounded weird. Yeah. What are the, I don't know what that animal was called, but uh, was it the viper thing or that was? It was like the flying right. the flying yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, the yeah flying, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you hook your little thing to its thing. Yeah. Okay. Again, it's getting weirder. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> tell me again about how you like young bourbon. <laughs> That'll be less awkward. That's really yeah. Anyway, so the follow up's finally out, and there were two reviews in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette today, yes. Philip. You have not seen it because it's not about the story, even though the story may be great. It's about the other stuff, just yeah. like a Marvel movie, right? Yeah, I want to see it in. I, I want to see it in the big screen, as big as I, I, I had a chance to watch it on uh, a, a link and watch it on a computer. I just didn't want to do that because I don't think that's fair to it, especially since this is like a big beach ball of a movie. It's sort of like it, it's really not about the plot. It's really not about. Anything other than spectacle and being immersed in this world, and that's the best possible way to see a movie, I think. So let's give it a shot. Uh, I have to say that the first one just sort of like it went through my head like a Teflon bullet. I don't remember anything about it. It just <laughs> doesn't stick with me, and I don't think it sticks with a lot of people, even though apparently a lot of people are looking forward to seeing it you know i like the first one it was quite a spectacle it's a spectacle that's exactly right There's nothing wrong with spectacle and mm. that's one of the great things that you can do in the movies that you really can't do at at home on your television so i don't care how big a nice a system you have you know you sort of like you can't get 3d at home no but what you well you can could. you you could remember a few years ago they had 3d tvs which you have the this, i know somebody who bought two of them and did they find that to be a worthy investment? I don't think so. I, I think don't it's, like, it's like the crypto of, you know, tech, you know. That's a great comparison. Yeah. yeah but. So what are the returns? Pretty good? Great? Well, As I, good? Better? Worse? I assigned two reviews for a specific reason because I assigned, I assigned like this this guy who's traditional film critic who's like and he's like kind of like me. Pier- was it Pierce? Pierce, yeah. yeah. Pierce, you know. And he 
was fair. He didn't hate it, you know. And then I assigned somebody who's really an anime, Courtney uh, Lanning, who is like into all this Japanese anime stuff and all this stuff. She loved it. My guy, she Christian. thought it was great, you know. And anime? she, yeah, anime. She, she, she loves this stuff. She knows about this stuff. So I said, you guys both go do it, and we'll you know, because they're both fighting about who gets the assignment anyway. And they both had a chance to see it on the big screen, in you know. Do they watch in 3D? They watch in 3D. Yeah, okay. it's, it's. Is there Courtney, an IMAX version that's not 3D? I, I think there is. I think there's, and I might be wrong about that, but I think there's an IMAX version that's not because you have these different upcharges for mm-hmm. you know, and it's like 319 for IMAX mm-hmm. and uh, 3D. So I, that makes me think that maybe there is an IMAX version. James Cameron is, you know, kind of a genius. I mean, I'm doesn't mean that I'm. It's not my. It's not going to be my favorite movie, even though I haven't seen it. I know it's not going to be my favorite movie, but you know, got to respect what he's doing. And uh, what they've got four more coming after this, so you know, get ready. Four more, four, three or four more. Well, he's already. They shot two, right? They shot two together, yeah, and they've yeah. got one ready. Exactly. Yeah, but they've got you know, and I mean, no one's going to tell him no. I mean. I it, will. Well, it's the biggest grossing think. movie of all time, you know? I mean, but if this one was to bomb, then I would imagine only the third one would come out. Eh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much clout he has, and I also don't think it's going to bomb. Just it probably because to, we'll know by we'll know by 6 o'clock tonight mm. whether it bombed or not, you know? We may know now. We okay. may. <laughs> did, you, um, uh, did you watch The Whale? I have watched The Whale. I finally saw the trailer the other day, yeah. and it looked... I was immediately turned off by the concept, yep. but I was so turned on by... not. Yeah, so by, by, but I was very intrigued by the trailer. Brendan Fraser is really good in it. And Brendan Fraser, just background, he's a really great guy. I mean, I actually spent some time with him one time, and he's really a nice guy, and he's really... You know, he's 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 one of those humble guys who's like a hang out and have a beer and stuff like that. He's not like and he had this he's had a tough time with his career lately and he gained a lot of weight, though he did not gain six hundred pounds. He's right. wearing a fat suit in this and people are criticizing him for wearing a fat suit in the movie, I, which I don't get. I mean, yeah. you're not going to hire a six hundred pound actor to go play this part. I right. mean, yeah, it's one thing to have, you know, Mickey Rooney playing a Japanese guy, you know, and it's another thing to have Brendan Fraser put on a fat suit to portray somebody in this. I thought the fact that Sam Worthington grew to be 10 feet tall and turned blue <laughs> for a role was impressive. That's right, but you should have hired a real Navi, I think. Right, that's a real ha- a, yeah. Exactly. But anyway, it's... it's it's That's the dumbest it's, criticism it's a, I've ever heard. It's a tough movie to watch, uh, and I'm not sure I like the movie, but I really like Fraser's... Um, Performance, performance in yeah. it, and I like, and I like the fact that he's brave enough to do this because a lot of actors wouldn't put. The, I mean, if you watch the first five minutes of this mm-hmm. and you're just like going, "Oh my god!" What the guy saying, "Tropic Thunder"? You never go full fatty, right? Yeah, wouldn't go full. Yeah, fatty. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, he went all the way in, huh? Yeah, all the way in, committed. Uh, and like I said, I don't know that I like the movie that much, but I, do, I'm just really impressed with this. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if he actually wins an Oscar, but okay. I, I, he's going to get nominated right. for sure, and it's he should. We haven't talked about this this week. The Golden Globe uh, nominations yeah. came out, and there were I, all I had was a list of snubs. Oh. I don't know about the people. I cannot believe, and again, I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I like the show, but Yellowstone really didn't get a lot of love. No. Should it? Well, depends. You know, the Hollywood foreign press is sort of like— 
you know, they're a criminal organization is what they are. I mean, they sort they're of FIFA. Like, yeah, they, they are. They're FIFA. FIFA is a perfect analogy because basically in I've said this for 20 years, so no one's shot me yet. But they, basically it's all pay for play. It's like mm-hmm. if you give them enough attention and enough swag and enough like they're, you're going to get a nomination. And that's how this thing works. And that doesn't mean that sometimes they don't end up with good movies winning the Golden Globes. It's just that the thing's up for sale. And that's kind of why they didn't have a TV show last year. And and Brendan Fraser's like got this lawsuit against him because one of the guys groped him, you know, back in the day. Right. And it's just like it's just a mess. There's nothing about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association that a good RICO indictment wouldn't cure. I mean, <laughs> I just you know, that's so the quote I don't pay any attention to it. But 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 go ahead with whatever. Should Tom they do. Cruise or Will Smith have been nominated for their roles in Maverick or Emancipation? Yeah. I don't. It depends on what you're. I mean, Tom Cruise is a movie star. He's playing himself. Will Smith is playing somebody else in Emancipation. Uh, Have you seen that yet? Yeah, yeah. And it's underwhelming. Hard to, it's hard to watch, and it's not. And and I can see what Will Smith and Anton Fuqua were trying to do, but you know, it's been done better. Twelve Years a Slave and stuff like this, and and it's getting kind of like the okay, let's desaturate the film and we'll be serious about this and. Yeah, it's an obvious... Is it Oscar bait? Yeah, it's obvious Oscar bait. That's exactly what it is. And and I don't really mind that so much because sometimes those are good movies, but I just didn't think that there was much to this. Uh, Smith's good in it, but he's a good actor. What about Anna Diarmas? I loved her and nobody else does. I'm surprised she got a... a, a, a I thought she was great in that movie. The problem with that blonde movie... Blonde is the movie we're talking about. Yeah, Blonde. It really didn't have that much to do with Marilyn Monroe. Basically, it was them re-recruiting recreating a bunch of photographs of Marilyn Monroe was like, that's the whole movie. Right. And, and but I thought she was tremendous in it. I most men was, I know would watch Anna de Armas read the phone book. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, it's, it, two and a half hours by goes, most men, just I mean, goes by. Men, just blows right by, you know. Yes. <laughs> she's quite lovely. Yeah. And she's talented. She, she is talented. She really is. She is talented. Like that that, that girl in um, uh, White Lotus. The, yeah. That's got the... Yeah, the Italian one. Yeah, I she's talented. Is she oh, talented? Oh, you haven't seen White Lotus? You haven't seen White Lotus? Yeah, I've watched it. Okay. Yeah, right. season two was, we just finished I'm it. glad you guys have, two. how do you have time to do anything? Uh, we've been watching at night when I get home from work until, you know, from for an hour. Yeah, that's how you no, do it. I, I do not, actually. I watch sports until I go to sleep, or uh, I don't turn the TV on. I got to get into more. You know what? This is the guy who just watched Curb Your Enthusiasm from the very beginning all the way back through. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I missed a lot of episodes along the way. Mm. And I like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I like to make you uncomfortable, Wes. Is it working? You do. Good. And you do a good job. Thank you.